Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, February the 9th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we're still in year C and this is the sixth Sunday of the season of Epiphany. And the Revised Common Lectionary where we get our text for When I Rise, it only has four passages for these weeks in Epiphany. And so when we have a five morning a week podcast, we got to figure something out for the Wednesday of the week. So oftentimes I'll go hunt down something that's extra or something that I'm reading personally. And so I'm going to read a, a New Testament passage this morning for us for our time of prayer. Hebrews chapter three, verses one through six. So let me read that passage, brought a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all of God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of a greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. Every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all of God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are His house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. This is the Word of God for us. It doesn't seem to be a thing anymore where people know who built their homes, right? Uh, if we grew up in suburbs or if we are in high-rises, apartment, a complex of some sort, they all kind of look the same, right? Uh, houses look more or less the same. Uh, there's just a few different models that you choose from. Um, in an apartment, there might be a different alterations of layouts, but uh, for the most part, everything kind of looks pretty common, uh, especially since the suburban spread. But there was probably a time when people could acknowledge who built uh, different homes in the city of Wichita, where I live. There's a famous, um, there's a few famous homes uh, in our city that uh, were constructed by a unique architect, and so their value is distinct. And as part of the allure of owning that property, would be say, yeah, this this specific architect is the one who drew up this house plan. But the rest of them are, are quite common. And so I think sometimes this passage from Hebrews 3 is lost on us because we are just so used to looking at homes and not who built them. Uh, but the writer of Hebrews makes an important distinction here that there's someone who builds a house and then there's, some, there's the house itself. Um, and in doing so, the, the author of Hebrews, this is, a, we, we believe that Hebrews is like a sermon. So this is kind of like getting into the initial point of the sermon that comes from book of Hebrews, is trying to make a distinction between Jesus and Moses. Uh, Moses was the idealized human figure of Israel's past, uh, not the only one, but certainly the towering figure that was in the collective memory of the Jews. Uh, Moses brought God's people up from slavery out of Egypt. He was a great liberator. Uh, he was a great lawyer. He gave the Ten Words, uh, the Ten Commandments from God's holy mountain, and he led them to the precipice 
of entering into the promised land. He was a judge. He sat down day after day to help them with their disputes. And so Moses is a central figure. And so many are tempted to say Moses is the big deal. Moses' story, Moses' way is the the way of all ways. Uh, But the writer of Hebrews has greater intentions. He says Moses is like simply like looking at a house. Uh, but there is something greater to look at, the one who built the house. And this is where Jesus comes in. This is the first major point that the writer of Hebrews makes, is that Jesus upstages Moses because he is installed as the Son of God over God's household. Uh, Christ is faithful, it says in verse 6, as the Son over God's house. And we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So why, why use this metaphor? Why does this matter? Well, there's an illusion of the temple here, and the temple was a place where God and humanity met according to the Jews. There's a central room in the temple called the Holy of Holies, and it was said that when you were in the Holy of Holies, it was as if you were in heaven. Uh, You were in heaven in God's space, and that was, of course, on earth in human space. And so this is the place where God and humanity deal and meet with one another. And so here is Jesus now. This is the great one of the great theological claims of the New Testament. Jesus upstages the temple. He upstages Moses. He upstages even the law that Moses gave. Now Jesus is the place where humanity and God meet together. And so that, that begs the question, well, what type of God do we meet when we meet with Jesus? Well, we meet the compassionate and gracious God, the one who doesn't counter sins against us, but he separates them as far as the east is from the west. It's a better word than Moses. It's also a better word than Moses' word because Jesus is collecting people from every tribe and tongue and language. It wasn't just uh, the law of Moses given to the Israelite people to mark them out as a unique people of God. But now the story is reaching its fever pitch. This message is going to the ends of the earth. And so people from every family now have access to God because they have access to Christ, who is the great household of God, the one who's overcharged the household of God, which we are the household of God. And so that's a great news for us this morning. That uh, we don't have to be of a certain people of a certain origin at a certain time to have met with God. Now we have access to meet with God because Jesus' gospel goes to the ends of the earth. So you and I wake up this morning and none of us are mere mortals, uh, but we're those who can entertain time with God. We can actually be in God's presence. And Jesus is not just an ordinary message. He is the message of all messages. He is the place where with confidence we can know that we have dealt and met with God, which changes all who we are and what we do today. So it's a good place to start our day. Look at our task list and what we're going to do. Now we can start and say, no, I am a part of God's household. Therefore, my conversations, my actions, my intentions, my plans, they all come under a unique shape that I'm going about the Father's business. Therefore, I need God's help. I need God's care as I do so. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that you're up to something in the world around us, uh, that time is just not marching on aimlessly without a purpose or a desired end. We thank you that you're the creator of God, uh, that you hold us and all things together by your words. You saw fit within your plan and story to include us into the worldwide family of God. We thank you that now Jesus 
is the place where we can meet with you, God, that we can confess our sins. We know that we can be forgiven, that we have peace with God, and that we can receive mission and, and empowerment and imagination and inspiration to live our life uh, as if we, we're going to live it on purpose uh, for being with God. And so, Lord, we thank you today that before we take a step, before we get out in the big world around us with all of its complexities, with all of its challenges and opportunities, that we can come to you and we can know that we're meeting with the one holy God. And so today we ask that you would fill us with enthusiasm and love uh, for the world and for your work. And so I pray that as we look at our schedules today, the things that we plan for and the things that we're going to be surprised by, that we would have a certain shape to our response to it all, that this is not just an aimless story, but this is something that's being included into the great um, outworking and the, the revealing of what you're doing in the world around us. And so God, help us to be prepared and help us to be in awe, help us to be people of worship as we go about our work today. And I pray that we'd see you, that we would feel like we're meeting and communing with you, even in the common things of life, so that in all things, Jesus, you could be praised, praised in our praying and praised in our work and in our leisure today. So God be with us, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.